Hello, hello, once again, you know, you're with Rulani. It's the show as within, as without, with Rulani. I greet you all in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I want to give thanks for taking your time to tune in, to listen, you know, to this broadcast. Today's topic, we are going to talk about how to change your wrong thinking, how to change your negative thinking, how to change, you know, erroneous thinking. You need to understand that, you know, your life is formed and shaped by your thoughts. So you make your life, you are the maker of your life. That is the powers which God has given us as human beings. He has showered us with his glory, with his honor. And he gave us dominion over everything. To choose, to have, to able to choose what kind of life you want to live and what kind of life you don't want to live. Those are the powers that we have within us. God has given us, you know, um, will, you know, our own will, to have our own will. God doesn't control anyone. God doesn't control anyone. You know, he instead, you know, wants us to use the will which he gave us. to make our decisions, to praise him and to honor him. And in return, he will do his part of blessing us. He will do his part you know, of honoring us, of keeping us safe, of providing in every way. Every beautiful and glorious thing he will provide for us. So it is important, you know, that we talk about how to correct a negative thinking. By this, you know, I mean when um, there's a lot of people which in a given day, even a given hour, you find there's so many things which are vile and negative and depressing and dilapidating, you know, um, it destroys, you know, their think, what they're thinking. You know, they're so negative what they're thinking, you know, they're so hateful, they're so um, resentful, they're so unforgiving. That, you know, this is what they think about. Talking about other people's name, gossiping. How they don't like that one, how they hate that one. How, you know, you need to relinquish that is weakness. You need to let go. It's Satan using you. And you are aiding him in destroying your very life. Your own life. You need to stop 
old way of thinking and adapt you know a new way of thinking a positive way of thinking a faithful way of thinking do not be a faithless person don't be a faithless person because you will suffer for it you will live in hell right here on this earth A man without faith, a person without faith, is nothing. You are nothing without faith in God. You need to believe that there is power which exists above everything. It doesn't matter what you want to call it, because God has many names. And all those names, they don't even come close to identify who he is and the love that he has for your life. But nevertheless, he accepts those names. There is no name in the world which can able to describe our God, who he is. What we know of him, still it's partial. It's not all. The love that he has for you, you know, it's partial as we know it. It says it cannot be fully comprehended. Your mind cannot wrap you know, itself around you know, the, the love of God, how God loves us, how he goes, you know, everywhere to protect you, to provide for you, you know, to keep you in good health, you know, to keep you happy. You know, joyous. And how he do that? He do that through your belief. Through the thoughts that you keep. Through what your mind believes. Because, you know, the soul which you bear of God, the mark of God in you. It cannot distinguish between good and bad. It cannot distinguish between right and wrong. It accepts what your mind believes. It is true. I want us to read our scripture for today. In Acts 17, verse 30. Acts 17 verse 30 it reads as follows it says therefore God overlooked and disregarded the former ages of ignorance but now he commands all people everywhere to repent that is to change their old way of thinking to regret their past sins and to seek God's purpose for their lives. The word of God couldn't have say, said it more clearly. I mean clearly. Or clearer. It says God, you know, in the past. In the past, in your own life. Before you knew about God. 
before you had this very message about God. He forgave you all the stupid things, you know, the ignorant things that you did. He overlooked them because you didn't know any better. But now, because you know the truth, now there's no excuse for you to keep on sinning, to keep on, you know, sinning. You know, I'm talking of those weaknesses. You know, shouting, being arrogant, being um, hateful, gossiping, you know, being worried, doubtful, fear. Those are weaknesses, those are sin. It is sinful to, to fear because you don't believe that God is with you, can protect you and can provide for you. It is a sin, you know, to doubt. Because when you doubt, it means then you are a divided person. Then you don't believe that God can cater you in a way which can even surpass your expectation. To worry, doubting, gossiping, being envious, being rude. So you see, those God, you know, in the past, he overlooked them before you had his word, what he requires of you, how he requires you to behave. He overlooked them because he thought you, you didn't know. But today you are hearing the voice of God. The word of God says, when you hear the word of God today, do not be stubborn like your forefathers were. Today, do not be stubborn. The word of God is there for you. It's there to guide you. It's there, you know, to make your way, your path in life beautiful. To make your path in life bearable and glorious. He disregarded the former, you know, the sins. The ignorance, you see, to be ignorant, it's sinful. Because when you are ignorant, you do stupid things which you know you were not supposed to do because you didn't know any better. You need to acquaint yourself with knowledge, with God's knowledge, with the word of God, which is Christ himself. You need to acquaint yourself with the wisdom of God. You need to seek his understanding, the understanding of his word and his will for your life. In that way, you will be getting out of ignorance. You know, people, they think, you know, these days, you know, to be ignorant, to act ignorant, you know, it's, 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 it's cool, you know, it's, it's not cool at all. It's stupid. It's not something which really, you know, you can make fun of it. You need to acquaint, you know, yourself with the word of God. To acquaint yourself with the word of God is to praise him, is to uphold, you know, beautiful thoughts, is to uphold, you know, um, something which is glorious, something which is positive, something which you want to see in your own life. 
it says now God commands all people everywhere to repent. That is to change their old way of thinking. You need to repent. To repent is to let go of negativity, is to let go of all the barriers which you build around yourself. Being hateful, being unforgiving, being rude, being arrogant. You know, you know, gossiping, stealing, you know, um, being unfaithful, cheating. All those things are weaknesses which you need to relinquish, and they came through your thoughts, through your thinking. What your mind believes, your soul will grasp, will absorb it, and it will bring it to life. It will come to meet you in phys in a physical life. So if it's sickness which you know you you're always thinking about, if it's sickness which you always you know ponder and believe, your mind will believe it, and sickness you will get because your soul will absorb and it will bring you that sickness because that's what you want. The the job of the soul is to bring you what your mind believes, good or bad. The word of God, you know, in Jeremiah 17, it says that, that you know, God, you know, you know, test your mind and he searches your heart and he will bring you what is in your heart. That is knowledge. Now you need to understand it. That when you think negatively, negative things will happen to you. It is a beautiful mind which gives a beautiful heart which give birth to a beautiful heart, and a beautiful heart give birth to a beautiful life in real time. A good mind give birth to a good heart, and a good heart give birth to a beautiful life in real time. This is so true. So now, how do you correct then the negative thinking? How do you correct, you know, that filthy thinking you have? The filthy desires which are burning, you know, in your mind. How do you correct it? Those thoughts which impose themselves without being invited. The negative thoughts, the vile thoughts. Now, that is Satan. Now you need to learn how to fight back. You need to learn how to stand your ground. It's through the word of God. You need to know what God is. God says, I love you. God says, I will never leave you. God says, I will be with you from the end, from the beginning. I've been with you and I will be with you up until the end of times. He says, I will never forsake you. So you see, you know, you know, in David, in Psalm 23, he says, the Lord is my shepherd. I have everything that I need. In some translation, it says, I, I shall not want prepares a banquet for me before my enemies where all my enemies can see me it leads me to quiet pools of fresh water you need to know these things these are the armor of god the word of god is your armor it's your wealth it's your riches everything is in it everything that you desire your protection 
the wealth that you are requiring, good health, happiness, joy, is found in the word of God. The sooner you, are, you know, you get to know it, you get to read it, you get to pray it. You know, you get, you know, to, to pray is to keep beautiful minds, beautiful thoughts in your mind about life. Then how do you correct, you know, uh, wrongful thinking, negative thinking? You correct it by starting, you know, quietly and frequently by repeating, you know, good thoughts, beautiful thoughts, positive thoughts. That's what you do. You need to do it frequently. You must make it a habit to think positively, to think things which are glorious, things which are joyous, things of happiness. That's what you need to do. You need to repeat this in your mind until your mind grasps it, until your mind believes it. There is nothing impossible for God. The word of God says there's nothing impossible for God. Indeed, you know, there's nothing impossible for you. If it's riches you want you are after, you need you know to uphold the thoughts of riches. You need to even get a feeling of how it feels when you are rich. You need to even depict a picture in your mind. What kind of life will you live? You know, like to fantasize about it. If you do that continually, long enough, long enough, your mind will believe it, that you are capable. And, you know, your soul will absorb what your mind believes and it will bring it. It will make it to come to pass. So to correct, you know, a negative or wrongful thinking, it's through, you know, repetition of beautiful thoughts, of good thoughts, of positive thoughts, of healthy thoughts, of glorious thoughts, feelings, strong feelings about beautiful things. Strong emotions about, you know, good life. Painting, you know, a picture in your mind. The kind of life you will want to live. And sustain it. Keep on thinking about it. Keep on thinking about it. Any chance you get, do not keep your mind idling and being empty because Satan will come in. You need you know, to keep it busy, thinking and drawing your future, planning the life that you have even before it comes. Jesus Christ, he says, before you ask, when you ask something from God, you must already believe that you have it even before you receive it. And God will bring it to pass. That is in Mark 11. You see, you know, you need to acquaint yourself with the word of God. This knowledge is for you. It's not for God. It's for you. Once you know something, you empower yourself with understanding, with the insight of, 
of your knowledge of what you know. The difference between you know a rich person and a poor person is their thinking, is their thoughts, the kind of thoughts they have. A rich man, the the reason you know is rich. He thought rich thoughts. It's a rich mind which gives birth to a rich heart, and a rich heart inevitably give birth to a rich life in real time. The opposite is true. A negative mind give birth to a negative heart or a negative soul. And a negative soul brings give birth to a negative life in real time. In physical time. I mean like in physical realm here where we live. So, you know, a difference between, you know, a poor person and a rich person is their thinking, is their way of thinking. It's not the outside things. Even if someone, when they are poor mentally, when they have a negative thoughts, even if you were to give them a million today, whether a million dollars today, in no time, it will be gone because they will know how to multiply it. They will know how to invest it. They will know how to make it grow. Then when you do the same, you give you know, a rich man a million dollars today. Same. You give them the same time. I tell you, the rich man will go and multiply that money to be even more. Poor person of poor mentality, poor thinking, they go and spend, spend it all, spend all the money. And tomorrow, they are back in the same space where they were, they were at. It doesn't matter what kind of family you have been born. Whether you have been born in poor family. I mean, today, you know, there are people who have been presidents, who have been, you know, CEOs and, you know, business people, you know, uh, you know, some, you know, they have careers in corporate, you know, uh, in corporate, you know, uh, world. It doesn't matter that they come from poor background in rural areas. So it is not where you were born or the family you were born in. It's how you think. Because we know of people who have been born in privileged families, but today, some they live in squalor, they are in, in streets. Their parents try to uplift them, but with no avail. Some they gave themselves to drugs and all, you know, a sort of negative living. And you can't tell that they come from, you know, wealthy families. So it doesn't have, it doesn't matter what kind of family you come from. In life, it doesn't matter where you started. What matters is this moment, is now, is today. You start today to build your, you know, tomorrow that you want to see, if God will. 
not how you begin the race, it's how you end the race. It's not, it's not how you be, began in your life. You might have done awful things in the past. You might have been, you know, um, you know, a negative, bad person in the past. It doesn't matter now. You have a chance to change your life. You have a choice to change your life, to start to be positive, to start trusting Christ, taking Christ as your Lord and your God, to start upholding his precepts, his laws, and live by them. You change your thinking. You change the kind of thoughts that you keep in your mind, that you harbor in your mind by repeating the good thoughts of the things you want to see in your life. You must do it consistently. You must do it consistently. You know, you know, you must be deliberate about it, to be positive, to think wealthy thoughts, rich thoughts, good health, happiness, joy. Dwell upon this kind of thoughts. Dwell upon this kind of thinking of beauty, of goodness, God's goodness, God's glorious, God's honor, God's word. Start, you know, dwelling upon these things. Then, you know, they shall come to pass. Your soul will absorb it and it shall come to pass. It says, you know, um, God now he commands all people everywhere to repent, to change their old way of thinking, to regret their past sins. To regret your past sins is to let go of the kind of life you used to live. We all have conscience. You know when you're doing something wrong. So you don't need someone to tell you that you, you know what you're doing is wrong. No person who is born without conscience. We all have conscious mind. That is the mind which wants you when you're doing wrong, when you're doing good. And whatever your conscious mind believes, grasps, your subconscious mind, which is your soul, will absorb it. And whatever your subconscious mind, your soul absorbs, it shall come to pass. It will come to meet you. In your real in your real life to regret your past sin is to let go of negativity is to let go of rudeness arrogance gossiping lying cheating you need to be a person of integrity a trustworthy person, a kind person, a peaceful person. Where you are, you bring peace. Even your soul, you know, your, your aura. When you are with people, they say, you know, they like you. They, they don't know you, but they like you because you have, you know, a peaceful spirit. Don't be one of those people when, you know, wherever you go, there's quarrel. You bring quarrel, you know, you, you bring division. Your aura is negative. You know, people, when, you know, they see you, you know, they, they even, you know, uh, 
they run, they dispatch. Because they know you are not a good person. Change your ways today. You have a chance today. Change your thinking. Let go of all negativity. Let go of things which you have done in the past or which has been done to you. Forgive yourself. Forgive yourself and let go. Let God, you know, take care of you. Let God, you know, give you his yoke. Let, let Christ give you his yoke. It's lighter. Don't hold on to negativity. It doesn't belong to you. It belongs to Satan. Satan is using you. Do not believe in, you know, you know, Satan, when he tells you that you will never amount to anything, your things, your life will never be, do not, you know, will never come all right. Do not believe into such things. Do not buy in into such things. You know, it, evil doesn't exist except in the mind which believes it. You know, it's when you buy into evil, into all these negative thoughts, when you dwell upon it, you ponder you know, you know, upon them, then, you know, your mind will end up believing them. You are a captain of your mind. Bring about change in your way of thinking. Bring about change in the things, the kind of things that you think about. Teach your mind. Command your mind what to think of. Do not accept any thoughts which just impose themselves in you. This is the word of God. Take heed of it. It will aid you in all your life. It will make your way and your path to be easy and to be successful and to be in good health at all times. It is your duty as a Christian, as a person, to seek you know, God's purpose for your life. In the word of God is written that his purpose for your life is for you to live in security, is for you to live in stability, is for you to live with the same mind, to be in good health, to have everything, to be rich. It says it is I who makes you rich or who made you rich. Rich in good thoughts, rich in good acts, rich in a positive way of thinking. You know, people will believe more when you tell them about the negative things. You know, like the kind of things which when you tell them to say, you will never amount to anything. They will think about it the whole day, you know, possibly in the whole year. But if you go and tell them that, you know what, you will amount to something big, something huge, something beautiful. I tell you, you know, the next minute you walk away from them, they forgot about you and what you said. But tell them that, you know, they are useless. Tell them they are negative. Tell them, you know, they will believe it. They will take it, take hold of it. They will think and ponder about it the whole day. They will be fuming, you know, that how can you say something like that to them? You need to change your way of thinking. You must be, you, you must repel the negative things, think or thoughts 
and attract positive thoughts. Everything which is good for your life, everything which brings joy or happiness, everything which brings peace and serenity or you know um, sanity in your life, you ought to think about it. You ought to keep and sustain such thinking, such thoughts. You have no one to blame in this world except yourself. God has offered you, he has opened his library. He has opened his workshop that you have every tool that you need. You know, his workshop being his word. There is every tool that you need in order to improve your life and to make your life better. And all you need to do is just to trust him. It's wholeheartedly not you know because of what you see in front of you or out in your life or in the conditions which you are you know is to believe him because of what you know of him his promises in his word he says you know they are truthful and he shall keep them he will not deviate and he will make sure that he provides what he promised for you it depends on you the ball is in your court you are a co-creator with God. You are in partnership with God. God, you know, is doing his part every day for you. You need to do yours. Is to trust him. Is to believe him. Is to have faith in Jesus Christ. Is to have that unshakable faith. The ultimate faith. The absolute faith. The blind faith. The blind belief in Christ. You need not to deviate to, to the left or to the right. You need not to think contrary to what, except to what Christ promised. Or, you know, you need not to think contrary to the promises of Christ, the promises of God, the word of God. He loves you, he's with you, he's for you. He will never leave you. The more you live, he lives as well. It is true, that's why you know, the word of God says, even the angels, when you know, a sinner changes his life, they know that you know, now they have an extra member in the kingdom of heaven, which is you. God is not happy with you know, a, a death of a sinner because it's a loss to him. God is life what? He wants to give life. He wants to multiply himself. You know, he's, he wants to multiply his goodness in anyone who harbors him, in anyone who trusts him or believes in him. And believing in God is to keeping is to upkeep his precepts, which is love, kindness, goodness, peace, forgiveness. All those good qualities, those they stand for God. When you upkeep them, that is. It's what is meant by believing in God. You believe, if you believe in something, you keep it close to you. You keep it close to your heart. When you keep love in your heart, you are keeping God. You are, you are, you are being godly. When you are keeping, you know, goodness, kindness, you are keeping God in your heart. You are with God. That's what it's meant to believe in God. When you believe in something, you want to always keep what represents them. So what represents God is all those qualities which the word of God teaches us about. 
uphold them, you will start seeing the beauty of God in your life. His kingdom will even, you know, up, you know, that this his light will burst out of your heart because God cannot will stop at nothing just to multiply himself, just to embrace you, just to make sure that he, you know, he brings forth anything that you need. That is his job. That's who he is. He's not here to punish anyone. He's not punishment. Punishment is Satan. Anything which is negative is Satan. God will never turn bad. And, you know, evil will never turn good. That's impossible. I pray that God find a space in your heart and in your mind. I pray that you start practicing His love. You start practicing His kindness, His goodness, upholding what is beautiful in your life, what is it's positive, something which is makes you happy, something joyous, and it shall come to pass in your life. May God bless you. I love you. Until next time, this was the show, As Within, As Without, with Rulani. I thank you. Until next time. Bye.